This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You're listening to Ascent Radio. My website is ascent-dental-solutions with a focus on knowledge, consultation, development, and training. We have a repeat guest today, Ms. Renee Simone. We're fortunate enough from her busy schedule to take time to speak about a variety of different topics. I consider myself somewhat of an expert in the business, small business and medium-sized business, and whenever I find someone who knows something I know absolutely nothing about, I get intrigued. And I'm fortunate to say today that Miss Simone has taught me something about the field of insurance, which personally I detest, but it is a part of life and it is necessary. And I did not know this information about insurance, and I'm so happy to have Renee here to talk about this particular subject. Please stay tuned and pay attention to what Renee has to teach us, not just in healthcare in general, but dentistry in particular. But regardless of what your endeavor is, I believe this information will be extremely important for your success now and in the future. Renee is a business owner of outpatient private practice in Western Mass called Change Happens, Inc., That's Change Happens, Inc. She's a licensed independent clinical social worker, a licensed alcohol and drug counselor, a licensed RN, and she's in the process of finishing her uh, clinical doctoral in nursing practice and has also become an advanced practice registered nurse. Her passion is an integrative practice, not only from a collaborative approach, but from a position or a mindset. We're so excited to have Renee here. Renee, thank you for joining us today. And can you tell us about your topic? What what do you want our audience to know that clearly I did not know anything about and you enlightened me and uh, sparked my interest? Okay, Uh, great. And thanks, Kevin, so much for having me back. I really appreciate the opportunity to be invited back. Uh, these things I like to make time for because I really appreciate being in, included and involved in discussions that have to do with you know, staying ahead of the curve, uh, leading the industry in various ways, and really making a contribution to healthcare in, in general. So thank you for having me. Uh, so what I'd like to talk a little bit about today, Kevin mentioned the word insurance. Uh, I would have to agree. I've had a love-hate relationship with insurance, especially being in healthcare. 
Uh, part of the problem with healthcare insurance today is that we are probably the third, I think, highest, the last I checked, and the expenditures that we have for costs. Um, but that really hasn't resulted in, in any better quality. Um, we have been able to cut back on, on losing lives and mortality from, from acute illnesses, but we really haven't made much progress with chronic illness. And that has a lot to do with we've spent more on technology than we have actually on taking care of people. Um, and that's created a gap. So, so I don't really like to talk too much about insurance in particular, however, more focused on what insurance vehicles can do today. That sounds great. As far as uh, the experience, is your focus today mostly on medical insurance uh, or all insurances in general? So great question. So actually my focus is on the gap that health insurance has created because with the high cost of health insurance today, high premiums, high deductibles, and copays, that's created a gap because when a person uh, has a critical illness or suffers something, all right, um, critical, that they, they really, medical bills can, can skyrocket very quickly in terms of co-pays in general. And then on the other hand, you have something traditional that we know about, traditional life insurance, which really isn't life insurance, correct, when you think about it? Correct. It's certainly not life insurance. We, no. We're not using it. We're gone. Yes. yes, yes. So really it's death insurance. But that's created a gap because you can't really use death insurance. And, and that's not going to, when we suffer a critical illness, you know, um, we're good in medical technology these days about helping people to survive that. But we have to ask ourselves, what's the quality of life like? 61% of all bankruptcies in this country right now are as a result of medical bills. And the United States is the only country that we can go bankrupt in from medical bills. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And that's not getting better. That actually is getting worse. Am I correct on that? Correct. So what are the solutions? What can our audience uh, glean from this? What, what steps can you do to educate us so we don't fall into that trap and we get knowledge that we currently perhaps might not be getting from a typical person who's out to sell a product rather than an actual service? Yes. So this pro- there's newer products available and programs actually, in my opinion, fill that gap. They are true life insurance. And I'm excited to be educating people about them because basically these products allow a person for essentially a free upgrade to replace traditional death insurance with true life insurance so that if they do encounter a critical illness, regardless of age, okay, um, and or they encounter a chronic illness where a person can't do two out of the six activities of daily living or a terminal illness, you can actually access up to 90% of that death benefit while you're still alive to use for whatever you need to use it for. And to me, that's, that's the difference, Kevin, between handing a person a fish and teaching them how to fish. Now, this product, Renee, does it have a name? Is it, I know you have whole life. We have uh, term life. We have investment types of life. Is mm-hmm. there a general global name for this particular product uh, that uh, our listeners could inquire and get additional information? Yes, there's actually, these are just a sample. There's actually two products right now that carry the full range of living benefits. They include a term product and a guaranteed product that is sort of a permanent term product. 
where you can get access to coverage. Term products typically last to, uh, for a certain period of time. Guaranteed products will last you to a certain age. And there are advantages and disadvantages to both. And these products, how do they compare to what's out in the market right now? Well, they don't compare. This is really the, the latest and best. Uh, we are the competition as far as these newer vehicles because of the amount, the, the value that is added in what is protected and in terms of the cost. Uh, these, these vehicles or pro products really cost no more and often less than what people traditionally pay for an inferior product, death insurance. Now, for our listeners out here, again, uh, if you're just tuning in, I would like to think that I'm somewhat of an expert in business. I've owned a business for over 30 years. I've dealt with disability, life, medical, dental, all kinds of different insurances, and I've paid for them, and I've had what I would consider experts sell me and inform me and give me information. Can any one represent these two products, or do you need a special amount of training or licensure uh, for those people out there listening? How do they learn about this product? Well, that's a great question. You can learn about it by contacting, getting in touch with somebody who is licensed. Yes, like many other professions that take care of people and responsibilities that are very significant, you do need license. So in order to offer or sell these particular products, you need a, a state, resident state uh, producer, life insurance producer license. Okay. And is this are these products available in all 50 states or just some of the states right now these products are actually available in all 50 states uh, except for connecticut as far as they do not offer the living benefits products okay so they can offer you the term just not the living or am i correct on that connecticut only offers still traditional death insurance okay. no living benefits component all right that's interesting but yeah. the other 49 states you're up for grabs. Yes, and California was actually the last state to come on board with living benefits. And these services or products that are available, how long have they been in function? How many years? Uh, what's the history? What's the background? So the living benefits actually is pretty new to the United States. Uh, it's been up and coming over the past decade. Um, it was actually, they were actually incorporated by a physician who saw the plight of women, single women in, in African or underserved countries where they you know, really took the brunt of financial devastation in supporting their families when they got injured or ill with a critical illness. So they really have developed out of a need for a response to the gap in consumer um, you know, wellness and be, being able to survive financial devastation. The now, are there economy. any, Renee, restrictions on this kind of plan? Is there an age restriction? Is there a past medical history restriction? Or is this sort of like a blind trust where you fill out your application and providing you fill it out, everyone will be accepted? Uh, well, that's a great question. Less than 2% of the population is actually uninsurable, but these are our uh, traditional life insurance, true life insurance policies, so the same expectations and uh, standards would apply. You know, a person would, would fill out an application based on, and based on their age and their medical history and their lab results, you know, they would be assigned a rating and take it from so there. So almost 98% of our listeners 
would qualify for these particular products, correct? Yes, yes. And do the does the individual need to take uh, a medical history? Uh, do they have to have blood work done? Is there testing prior to or after the completion of the application? Yeah, it's a basic uh, standard life insurance application. So the testing, the, the standard testing is, you know, lab results, uh, lab work, um, in, in the convenience of a person's home even, you know, height, weight, blood pressure, blood and urine and, and then based e on EKG also no that's based on age and based on medical history and okay based on the insurance underwriting guidelines so if you were to take our average listener who's going to be a female or a male over the age of 50 uh, probably less than a pack uh, a, a day smoker and probably less than two ounces of alcohol a day how do the premiums compare to the other products that are out there are they similar are they better are they worse Yep, apples for apples. Uh, Kevin, I can tell you that all of the policies that I've written so far have been able to save at least half or come in equal to That's, what a person is already paying. So not only would value. you be saving money, mm -hmm. but you have the use of these dollars while you're alive, Absolutely. which to me is, is just phenomenal. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you in. Mm -hmm. I was not aware of it. Can you explain to our listeners a little bit why... And, and don't take this out of context. Why your 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 commercial salesperson that is selling products for, let's say, a Northwestern or a Blue Cross Blue Shield or any of the major companies, Aetna, Cigna, MetLife, why they may not promote or they may not inform their clientele about these particular products? That's a great question. Some companies are only allowed, their producers are only allowed to sell what their company holds. So even if a, if a producer knows of a superior product outside of the realm of their company, they're not going to be able to offer it to their consumer or to their client. Okay. So that's one reason. Um, so these independent sales representatives, that's the first thing our listeners should look for, an independent sales representative of, let's say, in this particular case, life insurance. Correct? Yes, and depending on what they're looking for. Because mm -hmm. the complement to what we're talking about as far as protecting the present, there are also newer vehicles out there for an individual to really use the insurance vehicle to save and preserve for the future in a way that eliminates a lot of the traditional problems associated with the ways that we've been saving for the future for retirement and making decisions around the 401ks. Those plans were designed for the person who was probably never going to lose their job. And people aren't educated also about the impact of three factors on their savings. Risk of the market, risk of the 401ks and qualified plans, taxes, and fees. So that again, decisions we make about our future can really impact the quality of life and the quality of retirement that we're going to have and none of us want to run out of money. In your experience doing this for quite some time now, what would be, if there's such a thing, the average premium? Let's say you're selling me a product and I shouldn't use the word sell uh, because that has a derogatory term, but what you're trying to do is protect myself and my family so we're not that 61% that goes bankrupt. And to use these dollars in a more beneficial way while we're alive, what would be a basic plan for our listeners? 
put some numbers to it and how would you write the typical plan for a, a 50, 55 year old male or female uh, still working in relatively good health and let's say their goal was to have a, a million dollars of life insurance or what we refer to more correctly as death insurance, but in your product, it would be life insurance. So again, that's a great question. Um, I would say I haven't been as familiar with quoting million or $2 million policies in terms of giving you an average, you know, an estimate there. I would, for me, a basic plan would be $500,000 in coverage for a person who is 50, who is a male and a non-smoker. And so depending on the type of plan, again, one size does not fit all. So if a person were looking for a term product, a living benefits policy at that age, the, they could expect any, anywhere between 50 and $100 a month okay. for 500000 Now, this $100 a month, to make the math easy, puts away $1,200 a year. Those dollars... Is there a time limit? Is there a, a time frame before the $500,000 can actually be used while you're alive? Actually, no, that's a great question. As soon as a person is covered, Kevin, it's, it's similar to any other type of insurance. One premium payment, and we've had cases like this occur, even among physicians and those in healthcare. They've gotten their policy, they've paid one premium payment, they've run into an issue, and within a few weeks they've been able to access those resources up to 90%, so $450,000 to use towards their treatment. So that's incredible. That's a game changer. Now, just I want to be clear that our listeners interpret this correctly. For treatment, but those dollars could also be used to help pay the mortgage? Exactly. Okay. Uh, it's, it's up to the, which is also another reason I really am passionate about the, the um, empowering factor of these products and services because you're not limited. It's whatever you need. And if you were seeking alternative medical care, uh, let's say something that may not be as accepted in Western culture, but perhaps more Eastern culture, those dollars could be used for that experimental type of approach or treatment. Am I correct on Absolutely, that? yes. Now, what are the tax consequences on that? This 450000 comes in. Uh, I've used, uh, I've paid one premium out. Now, Let's just say I decide I need this $10,000. Is that considered a taxable income or, or not? So another great question, Kevin. However, I'm not a tax accountant, so I wouldn't be able to answer that question or give any kind of advice on that. What I can tell you is we haven't had any adverse decisions in terms of taxable money that has been paid out to date because it's for disability income. And there are other alternatives and, and uh, experts that people can consult with. And any time you take a payment from any type of life insurance or distribution of any kind, the advice is to really consult your tax accountant. Well, as we're coming to a close, Renee, I'm old school. I'm almost 59 years old and I was brought up and educated in uh, financial planning in that when you're young, you need the insurance to protect yourself and your family because you have a mortgage, you have bills, you have expenses, your family is young and they need to be protected. And as you get older and your debt typically is reduced, your responsibilities are different, I was sort of taught and educated to reduce the need 
for insurance. But with this particular product, I would say perhaps my thinking is, is old-fashioned or perhaps not correct. Is, is that a fair assessment? Would you guide people who are even in stronger financial positions to consider this product? Oh, absolutely. I mean, these newer vehicles now can actually do exactly that. I mean, I would, I would say to, to folks, you know, would you rather have your dream vehicle or would you rather have a vehicle that can last long enough to get you to your dreams? Beautiful. Well said. L l one last question. These dollars that pay these premiums, could you use it from your health savings account? I know many employers now offer a, a, a health a savings account, uh, an HSA, those dollars that are put aside, could they be used for these premiums, yes or no? I am not sure on that. That's a great question. No one has asked that yet, so I'd have to look at that and get back to you. Okay. Well, that's why we're going to have you back. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed uh, Ms. Simone. Uh, Renee was kind enough to speak to us about a subject that I know I, as a, a, a business person, just refrains just as a distaste for it but it's something that i think is important and what brought it to my attention is unfortunately i knew nothing about the product and i would consider renee and her company change inc as an expert uh renee how can our listeners reach out to you how can they connect with you if they'd like a consultation or information on these uh new and better products yeah sure so i'd be happy to sit with folks we don't charge for our consultation we do a nice thorough financial health assessment checkup um, folks can do that with me by contacting me directly through my uh, business phone at 413-536-1918 or my email address is renee dot simone 50 at gmail.com renee thank you very much you've been listening to ascent radio this is ascent dash dental dash solutions my name is dr kevin coughlin with a focus on knowledge consultation training and development i'd like to give special thanks again to mr doug Fariska, who has been providing the expertise for these podcasts uh, he's been instrumental in promoting this business and uh, Doug thank you very much uh, for your expertise and I hope our listeners consider podcasts to uh, touch base with their clientele to reach out give them information and knowledge to make better decisions now and in the future my name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin thanks for listening podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.